0: All right, Ruthann Talks Toxidia, what do you got for me today? You got something for me? You got something over there?
1: Uh, I have a few things,
0: you, but... Your, your mind looks like it's smoking. What do you got? <laughs> I'm not
1: smoking. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out... Usually you started off, so you kind of threw a loop at me.
0: Okay, well, the floor is yours.
1: The floor is mine? All right, well, here's what I found out, which I didn't know this, and this is a fact I wanted to put out there. Time zones. We already know that there's the different time zones going across. But before they established the time zones in 1883, there were 144 local times. Did you know that? No. Yeah, neither did I.
0: So you're saying there was 180 time zones?
1: There was 144 local times at that point.
0: So you're saying this was in the 1800s?
1: Yeah. Time zones started in 1883.
0: So at one time, just... They had all, everybody had their own times in a sense.
1: Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Every country, everywhere just wanted to boop, there it went, I'm going to do this.
0: You know, it's interesting that you bring up time zones because, you know, that's a, a thing with truck drivers, you know, you, if you live in California, mm-hmm. right, and I'm I'm guessing with most companies, you're on their time zone wherever the terminal's at, mm-hmm. but if you're in California and, and you're on a, ta- a, you know, a terminal in California, you're, Four hours behind East Coast time. Is it four hours? Um, what is it right? What right now? It is three thirty-nine p.m. We're actually in the studio earlier today. Mm-hmm. What time does it say California is right now? Does it show you?
1: No, I, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at an article. But California the, the, e, the, the has Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Pacific times. California is on Pacific, so it's four hours behind us.
0: It is four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's actually 7.30 California time right now. Right.
1: Or, no. I'm
0: sorry. I, I apologize. It, it would be 11. 11.30 in the morning California time.
1: Right. Because, um, and then they added Alaska in... In there, and that made it a fifth time zone from.
0: No, it's actually three hours. It says California is twelve forty right now. See that? I actually forgot. You know, since I don't drive anymore, I don't really keep track of the time zones, and I've never really met anybody on Mountain. Is there actually anybody on Mountain time zone?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like Oregon and them, California. Like, there's there's people that are on mountain. Well, I don't think California. Is. Not Oregon. Why did I say Oregon? You said Oregon.
0: I, maybe Why Utah I or something like that. Yeah, I was or, thinking or, Colorado. Or Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but anyways, I've always wondered about that because, you know, when I would when I drove, I was an East Coast truck driver, and I used to run all over the place. But my clock ran according to where I was running from. But of course, then when you get into different times, it's it is different times. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird.
1: Well, everything that's considered the United States is now totaling a nine separate time zones from Guam to Hawaii.
0: Oh, that's right, Guam is US. Yeah. So, Guam Puerto- What what is Puerto Rico? I mean, they got to be on a different they're cuz they're They're on our time zone. Are they on East Coast time or are they on are they a, an hour ahead of us yet?
1: Um I wonder. No, no, they're still on ours. Because you have um, Guam and the Northern Marina Islands are on Chamorro time zone. And then you have the Samoan, which that's one time zone. That's that's they're what they consider as a group. And then you have the Samoa, the Hawaiian, and the Atlantic.
0: I just looked up Puerto Rico. They're an hour ahead, 442 right now. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I'm looking at it right now. They
1: might not have changed their. They might not change their time. Like, like we we change our time zones. They might keep it one for the whole year.
0: Can you imagine being a trucker in Puerto Rico? I mean, literally, you can almost walk from one. You can walk from one side to the other in a day, in Puerto Rico. So, but when we were, you and I were there. Remember how thin the street, the the streets are skinny. I mean, it's got to be a tough job being a trucker there. I mean, it looks like. Like Philadelphia, real tight streets. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Yeah. So to go on with what I was saying, though, this was extremely awesome. I mean, I'm into little facts. So this one went through me. With the North and South Pole, do you think they have a time zone?
0: Does the North and South Pole have a time zone? Well, I mean, if you were there in the North Pole, and let's just say you moved there. And you set up your little North Pole home, Mm -hmm. and then somebody said, hey, Ruthann, what time is it? You would have to have a time zone, wouldn't you? You would have to know what time it is, North Pole time.
1: But what would you think that would fall under?
0: I don't know, because they're like at the center of the earth on opposite ends. So they would almost be like maybe zero time or... I don't even know what. Why you got something? You're looking at me weird. What? What is it?
1: Well, they have all of Earth's time zones and none of them. So basically, every one of the longitude lines that go in there, they all merge into them. So they have every time zone specifically in them. So I'm that kind of, it yeah, it's no official. It has no official time zone. So neither does its southern counterpart. That makes 24 longitude lines, which mark the time zones. Converge there, making them just about meaningless. Since both poles are generally uninhabited, there is no real need for an official time.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, it pulled up North Pole, Alaska. What is it? That, so it's the North and South Pole. That's basically Arctic. It's Antarctica, right? Mm-hmm. Antarctica, and so it
1: says here that the research stations there for in Antarctica get around the problem by observing either the local time of their home country or that of the nation closest to them since there is no there's no um actual time zone and there's no permanent research stations in the north pole
0: it says it's 9:44 a.m. right now in antarctica crazy times i would take like to be a trucker there mm. isn't that where where the thing was made remember the movie the thing mm-hmm. where it was like sleeping but then it it came into a dog and then It killed, like, everybody at the... It's like a Stephen King movie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So I just thought it was pretty interesting. I thought I would give a little bit of information out there on the interesting facts.
0: That is super cool. Um, So do you have anything else for me? I I got a couple things I want to talk to you about today. You can let me hear what you have to talk about. Well, I just, you know, I forgot to mention it last time we had a podcast, but it's kind of an interesting, really interesting political thing. You know, we're not really into politics. A New Jersey trucker won a Senate spot. Go truckers, go truckers, go truckers. No, I'm serious. It said he he invested like hundred and fifty three dollars in his campaign. Total like total like with fees and everything, he had less than ten thousand dollars into it. Mm-hmm. And he and he up um what's the word when you're the the underdog, he upset he upset a long seated senator who was actually the president of the Senate. Mm-hmm. This guy's last name is Sweeney. Um, here, I'll just let me pull up an article here. It's, it's actually kind of interesting. Um, and here, here I got a picture of him. Here it says this truck driver just beat New Jersey's most powerful lawmaker. Um, his name is Edward Durr, D-U-R-R, a truck driver for the furniture store Raymore and Flanagan, was declared the victor. Um, in a race against one of the most powerful people in New Jersey, State Senate President Steve Sweeney, a top officer in the International Iron Workers Union whose influence rivals that of governors. And that's something. I mean, now this guy literally was a class A driver for like 25 years, I think. And he got into I I was I read all kinds of stuff on him. Pretty cool guy. He doesn't even consider himself a politician, but the reason he got into um, politics is because he couldn't get a, a a carry permit in New Jersey. You know, here's a guy that, you know what I mean, I don't think he had any crimes or anything like that, but they have like one of the toughest laws in the United States. And so this trucker's like, "You know what? Uh, screw that." And and it, you know, it, it's almost like a joke. You think it's a long a a long shot. Oh yeah, we're gonna win. Yeah, we're gonna win. He said. He said I was pumping everybody up, saying, "Well, oh, we got this." But he said deep inside, I was walking on eggshells. Well, you think about your, think that, about that f- for a second. You're a trucker, and you just jump into a the political scene, and you try to win a spot in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, you do. And you know, to be honest with you, I was reading up. What what they were saying was the reasons it was mainly because nobody likes Sweeney anymore. Right um they didn't trust him his him, um you know with the coronavirus thing he was trying to instill all kind of vaccine mandates and all kind just all kind of mask mandates and he had all kind of crazy stuff that he was trying to instill on people and that turned the public to say screw that we don't want that and and again we're not here saying we're for masks or not or shots or not we're just saying this is what the article said and therefore sometimes you don't have to be the popular guy to win you just don't want to be the guy that everybody hates. And therefore, it's not like the guy, it almost sounds to me like they didn't he didn't beat the guy. The guy just lost because nobody wanted him anymore. Right. So they took whoever was next and that was a trucker that really just threw his name in. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of cool. An average joe. But here's but but you see now, that's an interesting story, but here's what we have to ask now. We now have a guy the Senate, they're lawmakers. Mm-hmm. These guys make laws, you know? So, okay, so now you're going to go in there, trucker, trucker Ed, and you're going to go ahead and make laws so carry permits are easier to get. That's cr- Kudos to you, man. But what are you going to do for trucking? I mean, you got 25 years of trucker. You don't consider yourself a politician. Well, then do good. You know, don't let, don't let politics the corruption of bribery, right? Mm-hmm. And the buddy, you know, the buddy system. Yeah. Uh, and cousinomics. Well, Yeah, you know, my dad calls it cousinomics. <laughs> that, that's funny, though, but he's right, cousinomics. You know, you do me a favor. In fact, in one of the articles I was reading about, you know, Sweeney and and, and uh, uh, Durr was, was that, that uh, the people in New Jersey got sick and tired of you know, the guy that's in there that's doing favors for the guy that's doing favors for him, you know, and they're washing each other's back and they're all getting rich and then, you know, of course the the American people mm-hmm. are getting kind of screwed because that's how my view is on most politicians. So my message to Ed Durr and, in fact, I think it said Senator-elect Edward Durr my message to you is keep your nose above the crap and don't Get behind closed doors with special interest groups and don't let people do favors for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't let them offer you bribes. Stay true. It's true. It is very true. Um, even in the Bible, he called it the gift. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? It, it, the gift was the bribe, and God hates gifts. So, bottom line, Edward Durr, bottom line, do us a favor. And get in there, and and you know what my grandfather said? My grandfather was a 52-year trucker. My grandfather owned his own trucks, owned his own business, and when I was a kid, I remember, I can't remember who the president was, and I remember asking him if he votes. I mean, I was like teens. You know what he said to me? He said, there's never been a president for the trucker. That's what he said. He said, there's never been. It don't matter what side they're on. He said they've never been for the trucker. You know, it's always new regulations, new this, new that, you know, more restrictions, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, here we are now, and we've got a guy that's in office that actually could do something, you know, at least in New Jersey.
1: Right, could make a big difference
0: yeah, I mean, you—we got—we've got a—we've got, got an ear, we've got a mouthpiece in in the the Senate right now that makes laws. So, let's at least see what he attempts to do. You see what I'm saying? Like, if if the guy goes the next, I think it's six years. Every six years, they vote these guys in; they're up for reelection. So, let's look in six years. What did Ed Durr... Do for trucking. Did he try to get things done for his fellow truckers at least? Because that's you are a trucker, Ed Durr, you know? And we're not asking you to do us favors that ain't good. We're just saying let's do what's right for the trucker for one time or two times or three times. Try to push some good laws for the trucker. That's all I have to say. I agree with those. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. Almost it. I know. I got it. Good. Good. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, how about a sponsor? J.J. Keller. J.J. Keller,
1: the trucker's secretary. Yes. They are always there for you. If you have a question, to follow your paperwork, anything at all, ask them. J.J. Keller, call them at 888-601-2017.
0: Yeah, call Keller and find out why we do call them the secretary because they are the company if you're unorganized and, and you need just to have somebody in your back pocket that can take care of all your filings every year, all the things that you need to keep up with, call Keller. I promise you they are worth their weight in gold. 888-601-2017. Ruth Ann, what do you got? Or do I got? Who got? Me you, got? You got. You know, listen to this. Listen to this article. It kind of, it, it, it really don't surprise me. It, there's an article in CDL Life. It says, Chucker fired for refusing to run over on his hours. Right, he mm-hmm. he gets awarded. Um, I guess he sued them, oh, he won some back pay, but anyways, here's the deal. I mean, this happens all the time. I mean, it really does. But I'm gonna read a little bit of this for you, and you tell me what your thoughts are. It says a Houston company was ordered to pay a former worker nearly twenty four thousand dollars after he was fired for refusing to drive beyond the limits set by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, or the FMCSA. It says the U.S. Department of Labor's Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, ordered Houston-based mobile crane rental company Crane Masters to pay a former driver nearly $14,000 in back wages, interest, and compensa- compensation damages, and $10,000 in punitive damages. So basically $24,000 he got. It says, according to OSHA, the driver was fired in June of 20 after he worked 19 hours the previous day and refused to violate the federal hours of service requirements by driving the next day. Following a federal whistleblower investigation into Crane Masters, OSHA determined that the company had violated the Surface Transportation Assistance Act by retaliating against the driver for refusing to break safety rules, you can read the rest of that on CDL Life, and they're great people. Go on over there and check it out. But I don't want to talk about it. So Ruthann, we've seen this over the years. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is let's be honest. How many times have you talked to a trucker and he's and he's told you, you know, well, back in the day when it was paper logs, you know, it was like wink, wink, we don't know anything, right? Right. But here's here's what's going on now. I mean, and people know this is going on. See, with these ELDs and stuff, there's, there's these ELD companies where are set up to where somebody in the office can reset the logs. Yes. So you run out of hours, they can give you more hours. And, and there's a lot of companies that do it. Look, it's no secret. Okay? There's a, and I'll be honest with you. If there was a, If it was a major problem right now, and I'll tell you what I mean by major problem. If it was a major problem, there'd be a lot of people in trouble. Because it's going, it's going on every day everywhere. But drivers are making money. Companies are making money. Drivers don't mind. The, I don't think the majority of the drivers mind, you know, getting fresh hours and being able to run and make extra money. I talk to drivers all the time that they claim they're running 4,000 to 5,000 miles in one week. And I believe some of them are. I really do it's not legal to run that kind of miles as a solo driver but they're doing it especially on electronic logs what are your thoughts
1: i think that they really need to watch how they do those because what's going to happen is someone's going to they're going to get caught someone's going to get angry someone's going to do something something always happens so it's going to and, and when that does there'll be a full investigation and when the drivers know it's happening the company's not the only one that's gonna have the fall for it. The driver will fall too, and that's that's taking a huge risk with your
0: CDO. Well, I mean, I agree. The one thing, the one thing when it was paper logs, you know, you had a second logbook, or if you had loose leaf, you just tore one out. It was like really simple because you got rid of the evidence. The evidence was gone. Poof, it's gone. Right? Today a lot of these drivers, they don't realize when a company resets your hours, do you think, um, and again, I'm not accusing any companies like Keep Trucking or some Sarah or any of these ones that have the ELD set up, but do you think, drivers, for one second, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, do you think for one second that those companies at their corporate headquarters, they don't have the actual records of those things? I mean, honestly, because do you really think that they're going to allow trucking companies to just wipe out hours and you're not keeping track of it. The, 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 the ELD holders would be the ones ultimately going to jail someday for wiping out federal hours of drivers, but the trucking companies, they think just by wiping it out on their end, there's nothing, there's no evidence, but I can assure you, it's like anything else. It's like your cell phone. When, when you drive somewhere, unless, you know, you can burn your cell phone Right, because maybe you were did something you you don't want to get caught at, but AT and T or um, um, who the hell else has a phone system? Sprint. Sprint. All those companies. The feds can go to those guys and go. We want the records of Ruth Ann Austin. She literally, we think she did something wrong. We're going to subpoena her records, even though she burned her phone. Th- these ELDs are no different. Mm-hmm. The feds, if, if if they go in. If the DOT goes in and audits these ELD companies, I don't know if they're going to, or do they? Are they doing it now? I don't know. But if they go in there and they start matching it up with, like, a lot of these companies that are erasing driver's hours, I can assure you there's a lot of... You know, like I said, Samsara and, and, and Keep Trucking and all these other companies that have the ELD service, they're not wiping them out on their end. So you truck drivers that are getting away with it right now, like you just said, Ruthann, it, when the crap hits the fan, okay? Everybody's going to get sprayed with it. Everybody's going to get crap all over them, man. And it's the truth, you know, because, you know, you you guys, you know, well, look, I don't blame the drivers, Ruthann, because, look, I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't run over on my hours. I used to run until I couldn't run. I mean, when, when, I, when I was a truck driver, paper logs, we I wouldn't even log in. I mean, that's how brazen I was. I'd log, I'd wait till the next day when I woke up, I'd do my logs from yesterday. And I hardly ever had to go through a scale house. And I never got called around. I always made sure my truck was clean. I always made sure that my 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 tandems were right on, you know, with the weight and everything. I never got pulled into a weight scale. Probably, probably was very lucky, you know, at the time. And so, you know, Getting away with it back then was so much easier. It was. It really was. Yeah. So I, I would I would just caution everybody, you know, that couple extra dollars, which we all we all want to do that, and like I said, if I know that it's going on a lot because <laughs> I talk to a lot of guys. <laughs> what, what I'm getting at though is, if it was a major problem, there'd be a lot more suits going on. You know what I mean? You'd hear more about. About investigations, and there probably is investigations going on, but you would hear a lot more.
1: Well, the ELDs only just really, if you want to truly look at it, they only just hit with being made mandatory. So I don't think they had the opportunity to do a lot of investigation on the ELDs and how drivers are running and a way for them to get back and, and, and research and look up and see, you know, where something hasn't, doesn't seem like it's hooking up right, like an audit and so so forth. So I don't think that those, give it a few more years, and I think that's when we're going to start seeing everything, where companies are now being audited because things just don't seem to factor right. Or, you know, there was a whistleblower and, you know, like this guy, you know, the driver, the driver said, I'm not doing it. So he blew the whistle, there's going to be drivers that are going to do that to companies that are trying to pull that game. And he's going to say, you know what? I had enough. I'm not going to do it. And I know you've been doing it for everybody. And that whole company's going to go down.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, what remains to be seen. Um, but, uh, you know, that's just a tidbit of information out there for anybody that might think they're getting away with it. That's all I wanted to bring up. It's really true, th- true stuff. Should we move on? Moving on. Moving on. Hey, um, another sponsor, Carter Lumber. Hundred and what is it? Hundred and sixty six locations from the from the Mississippi and East. They're looking for local class A and class B drivers. Yes. So full benefits, great company, great pay, um, great home time. Yeah, every day. Yeah. <laughs> so call them today. If you're if you have a class A or a class B uh, license and you're looking to be home every day, uh, actually go online at www.carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. And let them know we sent you over there. Thank you very much. Ruth Ann. what else you got? You got something?
1: I have my word of the day and I have my joke, so.
0: Oh, well, listen, I want to bring up one other thing. I just kind of, it caught my eye. i never seen this before. I always knew that truck drivers, you know, obviously are very unhealthy. Yeah. And I don't really talk about it that much. You know, I used to talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I always, you remember I used to always mention high blood pressure, mm-hmm. high blood sugar, you know, it's really what truckers live with, you know, because if you think about this, you're sitting in a seat. I mean it. You're sitting in a seat. The majority of these over the road guys, they're sitting down with zero mobility as far as getting up and exercising. Right. So you're you're literally not lose using any muscle. I know some truckers, oh yeah, well, I'm using my arms. I'm, not, not, I'm telling you, there's a reason why I'm about to read when we read. But You think about the health problems, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, bleeding hemorrhoids. Cholesterol. Cholesterol. It's all because you have like, it's almost like poor circulation. Mm -hmm. All because of just sitting. It's, It's really, it's slowly killing them and they don't even realize it. Listen to this. Over the road truck drivers live on average of 16 years less than the average American. Wow. I didn't know that. You know, and it's going to vary. There's different studies out there. It really varies from 10 to 16, but most are in agreement that it's really 15, 16 years difference. So it says the department, and this was on the FMCSA site, actually. This said the Department of Transportation has produced a, a piece of research that to a limited extent supports its claim that truck driving contributes to a shorter life expectancy than other occupations. Both Transportation Secretary Roy Lahood and Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration Chief Ann Firo have said that the life expectancy of a commercial driver is 16 years shorter than the norm. How this is what I'm getting at. This is the this is what sitting and doing nothing does. Imagine the and if you think about that, you think about the generation that's we're raising right now as younger people, what do they do? All they do is sit and watch computers all day.
1: Oh, yeah, playing it, their video
0: games. Yeah, it, it's it, you think truckers are unhealthy. What do you see the generations in 30 years of just sitting there playing your video games and just working online and not doing crap? Mm-hmm. What do you see how soft and unhealthy? They're going to be no different.
1: No, they're not. I didn't even think of looking at it in that way.
0: Well, I did. I thought for you.
1: That's that shared brain. <laughs> I know.
0: So listen <laughs> to this. It says, it says the issue came up. Uh, in the context of concern about driver health as a consequence of the demands of the job and behaviors such as cigarette smoking. Uh, It says some 200 medical researchers, doctors, regulators, trucking executives, and others spent two and a half days, (coughs) excuse me, in Baltimore in November talking about truck and bus drivers. It says at the event, Pharaoh Said that the life expectancy of a commercial driver is 16 years shorter than the norm, referencing data to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention.
1: Well, I, I mean that's that's wow.
0: That's what would you say? That's what
1: I said. That's I mean I'm I'm actually flabbergasted because I knew truckers were unhealthy and you know most of them. I'm not saying every one of them. There are quite a few that do do you know exercises and 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 you know do certain things, but. There's quite a few that aren't not healthy and I never really looked at it as being sixteen years life expectancy unhealthy. You know, you know those truck stops with the all you can eat buffets are really bad. There's not as much as them of them now, I, I believe. That's
0: part of it, the way they eat, you're yeah. right.
1: I mean it's it's a lot it has to do with the eat and then they sit like you said, and they do they don't do anything. And then it just gets worse and worse as they get
0: older. Yeah. So, you know, maybe autonomous, and this this might not be, I'm not joking when I say this, if really fully autonomous trucks came out and it, it needs a driver in them, at least it could be working out while the truck is driving itself. I mean, it might be one plus to trucking. I'm not, believe me, I wouldn't want to be in an autonomous truck. I'm yeah, just,
1: see, I'm still not finding that,
0: like, mm, You're like, that's not even appealing. No. I'd rather die. Die as a. Uh, die uh, as a trucker. Die as an unhealthy trucker <laughs> driving my rig, then letting some robot drive me while I'm in buff and fit. <laughs> <laughs> it said, Pharaoh, uh, let's see here. Where are we at here? Okay. Here's. It says the truck driver's life expectancy may be shorter than the norm, but the sources FMCSA cited do. Um, not let see. Now this is where they were trying to say, the the sources didn't support the the. This was an argument that was going on that it was ten years instead of sixteen years. But when you look at all the data, they're saying truly it really is fifteen or sixteen years. That's really what most of them. Actually, there's numerous studies that came up with these studies and it said, oh uh, let's see edition which sites study by Toronto researcher Dr. Martin Moore. Uh, rumors said that the study found that truck drivers have here, this is the one that said 10 to 15 year life, lower expectancy than the average American who lives to 76. So the average American lives up to 76. They're saying, and they're saying that in most cases between 60 and 63 is the average trucker's life. Wow. Isn't that something though? 60 to 63.
1: That means you don't even retire because most people retire at that age, and start collecting their Social Security. They're saying truck drivers die right when they are able to start collecting Social Security and
0: retire. That's sad. It's, it's very sad. Okay, here, this, listen to this part. Health concerns. In, in a statement in response to Trucking Info's inquiry about verification of the 16-year life span deficit on FMCSA, spokesman said, we know that a broad range of medical research points to the health concerns that significantly impact the life expectancy of commercial drivers. Um, One presenter, Eric Wood of the university of Utah reported uh, that his study of mainly long haul truck drivers. Okay. OTR guys found that half smoke tobacco, 28%. So 50% of over the road truckers smoke and, and, what else you got to do? Right. You know, I chewed tobacco <laughs> my whole End time. I'm, and well, I, I didn't smoke that much when I was a trucker. I smoked sometimes, but I really chewed a lot of tobacco. It said twenty-eight percent suffer from hypertension, which is high blood pressure, compared to seventeen percent of manufacturing workers. So, because a manufacturer, you know, they're usually get up and getting up and moving. Twenty-five percent had high cholesterol, compared to sixteen percent. Ten percent had diabetes. Um, compared to five percent, and almost fifteen percent had sleep apnea. Only fifty-eight percent are covered by health insurance. So, after it all said and done, most truckers don't even have health insurance. No, because there's
1: there there. It sounds like there could. I don't know what other conditions. I mean, those are all. Maybe I don't know. How, I don't know why they wouldn't be covered by health insurance right now. That one's kind of throwing me off a little bit.
0: So it says one of the demographic measurements in the study was the mean age of death. It said among the cohort of drivers, it was 61.3. That's the age of the average. It says plus or minus 8.6 years. And among the non-drivers, so they did a steady, a steady, a (laughs) steady versus back and forth. But the average, it says the average person is lives right now to 76. That's the average American. So some people hit 100, some people hit, you know, 40. 61. Yeah, and and then you look at the entire overall trucking industry on the data they're compiling, and who knows how correct they are. But listen, it it doesn't take away the fact that even if it's one year less as an average, it, truckers have a very... Unhealthy job, Ruthann. Very unhealthy job. They
1: do. I, I I, wish drivers would not only use their CBs, but would also do a little bit more of the exercising. I mean, I know at some point, some drivers really refuse to lump loads and do certain things like that. They, They balk when it comes to tarping. You know, I understand those things, but if you don't want to do any of those things, you need to find another way to get some form of exercise. And exercise, if you actually consider it, your heart rate has to go above a certain level to be able to considered an actual exercise.
0: Yeah, I think it's for 5 minutes you got to bring it up so so much.
1: So to actually do some form of exercise, just doing, you know, like a couple of sit-ups isn't really considered exercise. You have to build your your heart rate up like you just said for a consistent amount of time. There's one driver that I see on um I think it's like Instagram and and some of the other ones where he's, it's like burpees at the, um, at the pump and it's some, some trucker and while he's, while his gas is getting pumped, diesel, yeah, sorry. Diesel is getting pumped Why he's standing there, he'll start just doing like those burpees and you know, he'll put the, he'll have his gloves on. So it's not like he's touching any of the, the gross cement or anything like that there where the fuel's at, but you know, he'll just do something like that and boom, he got his exercise in. And he didn't have to really do anything other than pump his diesel.
0: Now, I'm with you, believe me. I, and listen, guys, we're not on your cases out there. We actually care.
1: No, it's true. And there is quite a few drivers that are on um, YouTube and Instagram where they do some, they show how to do little exercises.
0: Yeah, take dumbbells with you. I mean, honestly, that's what I used yeah, to do. Even if they're 15, 20 pound dumbbells, there's a lot of exercises you can do. Um, and you should do. And then also get yourself a good pair of walking shoes and just walk around the truck stop. You don't even have to run. Just walk at a good pace and, and uh, you know, get some exercise at least three to five times a week. You really need to do that. for your, It's for yourself, guys. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, look at the age, the average life expectancy, plus the fact that you'll die a horrible death if you don't start exercising.
1: Right. But you also can just get some resistant bands, really cheap Yeah, stuff. Just... Exactly. Just drop them in there and just start pulling on them. If you didn't want to use d- dumbbells, just use that, the, the
0: resistant bands. You know, Ruthann, speaking of being unhealthy, we're the, um, less than a week away from Thanksgiving. Ooh, the unhealthy. Did you know, this is a, a, a fact. I read this last year. The, the average American eats over 20,000 calories mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving dinner. That's that pie. No, what happens is this is everybody can attest to Dang this. Gravy. Okay, you sit down at the table and there's like way too many varieties to even get on your plate. It's the truth. You know what it looks like at our house.
1: Yeah, I, I have one tablespoon for each thing.
0: Okay, right. You you got a full plate. You gotta go back two or three times just to be able to taste everything, usually yep. at most Thanksgiving dinners. So then you get so damn full, right? And everybody goes, Oh you know that sound that everybody yeah. makes. Oh Yeah. Why did I eat?
1: Yep. It's one, the turkey. Then you blame many. the turkey for being so tired. Oh,
0: everybody <laughs> does. Everybody does that. Oh, I'm open my belt, right? And so you're all pumped before it, and it's almost like when you take, see a kid going into uh, Disney. They're all in the morning. They're all like, "Yeah, we're going." The your girl, little
1: girls' pigtails the are just f- perfect, the yeah, and, and the kids, yeah, you know, they're all like nice. Mom and
0: Dad look great. I want to go on Dumbo. Whatever the hell. And 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 then and come walking out. And, and then and then like Ruthann <laughs> and I are there a lot. So like at night when they're leaving, they're all going. I'm tired. I'm hungry. And they're all crying and screaming. The parents look like they've death warmed over. So the morning they go, everybody everybody's <laughs> yeah, everybody's pumped up and ready to go. At the end of the day, everybody's like, Yeah, freaking sucks. These parks suck. It's Thanksgiving's the same way. You're like, everybody's excited to eat, right? I'm like pumped up. I want to eat my food. And then after you're done, you're like, son of a, oh man, this sucks. Because in your mind, you're going, damn it. I don't even want to look at a scale tomorrow morning. And then what, you, what do you do later on that night? You eat again. Exactly. <laughs> There's stuff on the counter. There's pumpkin pies. There's pecan pies. And so you, 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 cause you, and I don't know what anybody realizes hunger pains comes from when your stomach is shrinking down. So when you eat a gigantic meal, you're stretched out pretty hard, and it starts it starts contracting as you're digesting, and you're feeling hungry. But realistically, it's your body lying to you because you're really not hungry because you just ate twenty one thousand calories. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's where that's where gluten free comes
0: into a, a, a good benefit. Well, whatever the bottom line. with <laughs> the bottom line with it is it's another holiday, and we we really hope that you truck drivers. That are out on the road. I, I really, if any of you truck stops are listening, I really hope that you guys have some good Thanksgiving dinners ready for these truck drivers. Something to make them feel, you know, at home, being that they're out on the road delivering goods for us. Guys, feed these guys very well. Ruth, you got something you're ready to say. I see it. Just
1: don't make it 21,000
0: calories. Well, you can't help it. 20, <laughs> well, you've got to do the 21,000. I mean, you're just not so into it. You can't do 20? How about about 18.5? No, you got to go over 20 because you're not into it if you don't really... (laughs) If you don't feel like throwing up at the end of Thanksgiving, it's not worth it. I'm kidding. All right. Are we moving on? Moving on. Hey, how about National Carriers, our sponsor? Uh Uh-huh. Now, it's a great company. It is. Um, Absolutely. One to three-year-old Kenworth T680s loaded with APUs, inverters, all the good stuff, great benefits, or lease purchase, they have they have either one. And they also have regional positions, Southeast Regional, Southwest Regional, great company. And their number is 888-311-7076. If you are looking for a job, call National Carriers. Ruthann, what do you got for us? I got a joke. Ruthann, you have jokes again.
1: I do. This one, I, 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 I really laughed at it because it's, it's one of those that you just...
0: See, when you tell people that you really, really laughed at it, then, like, we're expecting this amazing joke.
1: How does a cucumber
0: turn into a pickle? Why do you have a smirk on your face?
1: Because <laughs> it's just... <laughs>
0: uh, so how Some does of them
1: it? just get me. I'm just, like, you know, I'm looking at like, ah. Uh, because I love to figure riddles. I like to do all that stuff. But some of them, like, no matter what way I try and think, it, it just doesn't come out the same way as the answer is.
0: <laughs> how does a cucumber turn into a pickle? Mm-hmm asking you.
1: It goes through a jarring experience.
0: <laughs> so stupid. Some <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's, it's not that funny.
1: I guess because I can and I jar, I can, I can get the laughter in. Them. Yeah.
0: But Is that your only joke today?
1: Huh? I, I, right now, okay, I mean, good. I can think of no, another. No, <laughs> I
0: don't. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Although we do have people writing in saying keep them jokes coming, Ruthann. So, anyways, uh, how about the word of the day? Do we have one today? We do. What do we get from Word Genius? Word Genius. Our friends—they—they're not—they don't even know us. Right, okay, let's hear it. Did you say a Delorean? No. No, I know you said Telurian. Tellurian, spell that one. T-E-L-L-U-R-I-A-N. This is Word Genius, everybody. I just always like to give them a little plug because they're not really our sponsor, but we throw their words up here because it makes Ruth Ann smarter every week. She is actually almost as smart as me now, and now she's going to get smarter again because of the word Tellurian. Tellurian. What do you got, Ruth Ann?
1: It is Latin from the mid-19th century, and it means of or inhabiting the earth. So, an example in a sentence is, the sci-fi series featured only Tellurian species. The Tellurian beauty of the Earth from space is indescribable.
0: The inhabitants of the Earth. Interesting. Tellurian. Well, listen, guys, I think we're going to wrap this show up right now. Um, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And I truly, truly... Uh would like everybody to start getting in shape out there on the road because it's it's a bad death if you if you keep It's going. a fast death. It's it's a bad one. W- yeah, it is sixty one. So if you guys, any of you truckers that are coming up on 60, you're, um,
1: you're pushing it now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know what I would, you know, just a quick note on that. I would guess that's a trucker that's been doing it for a long time. You know, if you're just getting into trucking five years, I don't think five years is going to kill you for sitting around, but you know what? The more you sit around, the more unhealthy you get. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.